0: Uh, <laughs> just want to make you feel good off the off the bat yeah, yeah it does yeah. gives
1: me confidence <laughs> so um chase yeah i i've been i've been spending a lot of time on ksl yeah
2: and you and have y- too. And apparently, YouTube, apparently. Um, and youtube yes and you have too. i have been like every couple hours to get onto the ksl app and refresh the classifieds what
1: I'll, are you looking I'll, for Oh, you're I'll shopping be, man
2: i want to get myself a snowmobile a sled uh-huh. I want to be a sled head, you know. Wait, wait, that's like against the grain, isn't it? It's against the grain. I, I don't know. Probably against the grain of a lot of, uh, I don't know, things. Huh? People in this industry. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Uh, I want a snowmobile really bad. I think everyone I, wants I always one. have wanted one. Huh. Like of all of the motorsport, like dirt bikes and four wheelers and boats and jet skis and all those things, Probably the one that interests me most is a snowmobile.
2: Oh, I'm right there with you.
0: So, okay, wait. So you need you need a trailer if you want to buy a snowmobile. Uh, yeah. What if, what if I buy a jet ski, you buy a snowmobile, and we go in together with a trailer, and then we have one for like winter and summer.
2: <laughs> yeah, but a jet ski trailer is different than a sled trailer. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm we okay just with flat, that. flatbed it. We just, I don't know. We just pick <laughs> the, jet ski, the jet ski up and put it on there. <laughs> I don't
1: know. So if, I was trying if to be you creative
2: with this. If solution. you want to buy like a four-wheeler or like well, a dirt bike. Well,
1: are dumb. I'm just trying to like. I think it, yeah. I think. I buy a Razor before I bought a four-wheeler. Okay,
2: so you buy a Razor. I'll yeah. buy the sled and then we can go in on a trailer together. All right. All right. Okay, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, that was easy.
1: So, uh, <clears throat> so. Uh, <laughs> So, what
2: uh, what are you looking at? Um, I'm looking at a Skidoo summit. Um, just well, I, I di- have. There's different kinds, right? Like, like
0: there's like touring or yeah, Deep yeah. Pal. Like, and
2: like I don't know a ton about them, no, but I mean, like, there's the three main players: there's Polaris, um, Skidoo, and then Arctic Cap. But it's in in Utah. It seems to be like eighty, maybe not eighty, but like sixty percent. Polaris and then maybe 50% Polaris and then 40% Skidoo and then 10% Arctic Cat. Not a lot of Arctic Cats out there. Um, but I've got a buddy who's big into it and I've talked to him a lot. And it just seems like the Skidoos have a little bit better, like A arms on them and better ski attachments than the Polaris RMKs.
1: Which is the reason why you're looking at Yeah,
2: sled I'm looking right. at a sled. So I can throw some skis on there and go clear into the backcountry, where no one else is at, and ski some cool lines that would be absolute hell to tour into. I think that's
0: rad. (laughs) And you got a buddy? You said he has one. Yeah, I've
2: got a buddy who's who's he grew up sledding. It's like one of his big passions. So he knows quite a bit about it. And then there's a couple other friends that have recently gotten sleds and. So I've, there's like a little community that I have access to that would go right. ride and kind of show me the ropes. So I, it all sparked. I helped Ogden Avalanche with a, an event up at Monte Cristo, um, just helping some sledders with beacon drills and just kind of helping them become a little bit more familiar with avalanche equipment. I saw
0: a guy backflip one.
2: Yeah, it was
1: probably me.
0: Is that, is that <laughs> going to be you? Yeah. Defin-
2: it, definitely
1: not. Did you see that in person? No, no, oh, just
0: on video, on, but
1: yeah. there's, I thought, man, watching I thought, some of these pretty
2: impressive, watching some of these sled videos, like there's some gnarly riders out there and I'm going to be that mellow dude that just like uses it to get in and access cool terrain. And then on really high Abbey days when the resorts are packed, like go play around in the flats and the meadows with the sled. And what you
0: should do is fun. go set off avalanches and try and outrun them. <laughs>
2: I hear that's a really good idea. <laughs> there you go. See how fast a sled can actually go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear
0: most of the time you can't. But so then you just have to survive. Just but, yeah. start swimming a little bit. Start swimming. Good night. Did you yeah. see that video of the? Is it a pair of skier? What's the skiers that have like the little parachute thing, and then you kind of like
1: yeah use that like it's, the speed speed uh, they, speed wing guys up with skis on like, like kite, kite, skiing, you, kite, or kite skiing
0: kite skiing so. you can learn it I think a powder but okay. it's kind of big kite up skiing, and yeah. um. In Europe, right? So there was there's a video. It's gone viral in the French Alps. It looks fairly flat because kite skiing you don't need big hills. But there's an avalanche in the distance, and the cloud and the smoke from the avalanche catches this kite skier, and then just spits him out like out of oh the top, you know, because of the wind blast from it. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Wow, gnarly. That's pretty cool. Look it up. <laughs> that, he survived, so it's okay. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah. We, we can laugh at it. We can like, we can like oh yeah,
1: you see that guy flew. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like she spits him two hundred feet in the air. Yeah, yeah. Just, just wow. I'll find the video
2: and show sure you guys. This That's is pretty cool. That's wild. Anyway,
0: so uh just for a novice here, what do you gotta? What do you gotta spend on a sled these days?
2: Man, it. it I feel like right now it's kind of skewed with the pandemic and the push for the outdoors prices there's little, no deals, right? Prices are a little inflated, um, but I mean, you can easily spend 20k on a new sled. Whoa! Um, oh my god! 15, Man. 20k. And I was talking to my friend, and he's like, "Car. Yeah, people will spend 15k. A nice car. Yeah. yeah. People will spend 15k, and then they'll go put a turbo on it for five to seven k, and you're at 22, 23, 24 thousand dollars for a sled. Oh my gosh. Um, so I'm so looking. Then you're at like. like Babe, can you pick me up? Because I just sold my car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I do, on a <laughs> exactly. do want a sled. You want to ride? It's all that matters. <laughs> Um So wow. I'm looking definitely used. Probably like a 2010 to 2013 is like the year I'm looking for. Um, but uh, I, I don't really want to spend more than $4,000 because, mm. you know. And I also don't want to get this. I thought about like, well, this is a terrible thought process and my parents would be so sad that I even thought this. That's well, okay. I, it's just like, on a podcast. I could take out a loan and maybe get like a nicer sled. Mm. And it's like, what's, what's a couple hundred bucks a month to have a sled? But then I was like, well, I don't want to just jump into an expensive sled and then not know if I'm really going to like this um, and how much time am i going to be able to spend doing this. Am I going to want to go skiing with friends on the weekend more than I'm going to want to go sled? on the weekend, you know? So I was like, I'll get an older one, see how I like it. And if I love it, I'll sell that and upgrade to something newer or I'll sell it and won't be out too much money. So
0: why would your parents, that sounds like sound thought to me.
2: Well, just like another loan. I don't need to take out another loan. Because, That's a good thought. Because yeah.
1: you live with your parents and they feel like they'll never get rid of you or what? That too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just
2: the whole, like, I don't want to drop. Not- I don't have, I don't have six to $10,000 dropping a sled. So let's just justify it and take out a loan and pay, you know, it's oh. just like, I don't need to be in more debt than I am right now. Gotcha. I'm already paying off a car. So. Well, everybody is. It's true. I'm not. Greg. Okay. It's not everyone. Most people, two thirds of us here.
1: Did you know my mountain bikes though? We were just talking about this. My wife's new mountain bike and my mountain bike together cost more we spent more on those than the two cars that we drive
2: <laughs> that's awesome are you and serious same
1: goes for our road bikes our road bikes are more valuable than our cars so uh <laughs> if, if maybe <laughs> so we, maybe we got got our priorities mixed up right no maybe we have it right yeah yeah
2: absolutely if they run and they work well, you know
1: the wheels on my wife's mountain bike are worth more than the car i drive
0: are worth more uh, worth like more. if you were to list the car
1: well I guess the wheels on my wife's mountain bike, brand new, yeah, were worth more than the car that I drive. I should say is so, worth now. Yeah, I, I we pr- could probably sell her wheels right now for twelve hundred dollars, and that's not as much as my car's worth. It's just barely less. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I'd sell my car for like thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I could get fifteen or hundred out of.
0: Trade in value though
1: yeah
0: yeah now you down 700 bucks
1: <laughs> yeah so we've we've talked about that and laughed about that a lot a, kind of in an uncomfortable way like yeah maybe <laughs> we should think about trying to i don't know get better newer more reliable cars well but for now well, they're still running if you there. don't have to yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing i do
0: like having reliability i'm i i'm okay with paying for re- reliability I yeah think that's which is why that bit of worry sucks when, because I've driven cars that were not reliable for years. Yeah, and then it's like, okay.
1: That's why we switched from what our we doing? old Land Rover to a Toyota. And so far, it hasn't necessarily been more reliable, <laughs> but it's not as expensive to fix when something breaks.
0: I'm our- really sorry about your Land Rover because although oh, I put gosh. a chunk of change in mine. Ooh, I love that car. I I know. Oh. That's the, that's the bad part. I miss it so much. Yeah. My
1: wife misses it even more than I do. Yeah. Well, not only that, but it looked good. Oh. Uh,
0: I mean, it, and I if you get guys. on Instagram and just, like, search, like, Land Rovers, there's so many LR3s and LR4s. Like, there's they're cool looking, they, right?
1: They look good, yeah.
0: Any uh, <laughs> they. You know what they do? They pull sleds. Yeah, they do. Really well. So
1: the few times that I pulled, a like, a big, heavy trailer with that Land Rover... That thing pulled like a champ. Oh my gosh! That was I pulled the trailer good, we're in right
0: now, yeah. front down from Idaho. This is not a heavy trailer, right? But it—I didn't even know. it Probably was Probably didn't.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been a few times where I've pulled like a, like a, big—I don't know—twenty foot long utility trailer, full mm-hmm. with that Land Rover, and it just pulled it like it was no big deal. And I think Which the new, new ones have
0: not like a pull, a tow button, a yeah. tow assist button, but.
2: That's what you need. But what
0: are you pulling your sled with?
2: I'd pull it with my Lexus. I think it'll pull just my fine. Lexus. <laughs> eh,
0: my Lexus. My Lexus. Pull it with my Lexus. <laughs>
2: it'll pull
1: just fine. So like how long have you been dealing drugs? Because <laughs> how are you I mean how are you affording all this stuff? Like I yeah, actually just
2: got into the game. We've so it. Oh yeah. You can turn a profit pretty dang quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially here in Utah, there's just not a lot of you know. Yeah. Hide, yeah. I, don't know. A, I don't know even. What's that supposed to mean, huh?
2: I don't know anything about drugs, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't either. Um that's yeah, I that, the thing is, I should probably be smarter with how I spend my money. Let's just settle with that Wait one. a minute. So
0: you should spend it on adventure. Yeah. Sleds lead to adventure. Exactly. Yes.
2: So I guess I guess I should spend it how I am spending it. Yes. So yeah. but, but I'm not saving as much as I probably should be. You're like nine, like when you
0: start saving when you're seventy, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. close to retirement. Yeah. <laughs> that's nah, so that's to when you start saving. <laughs>
1: that's prudent. So, my wife and I—this how we justify all of our our spending on toys. We are investing in our health, mental and physical health. Mental first, so that we don't have to spend it on our health later Maybe. in the form of uh hospital bills and doctors bills and stuff. Oh. Huh. So what if I could
0: get away with that in my family.
1: Yeah, so we're just like, well, you know what? Getting mountain bikes will get us out more. We'll get more fresh air. We'll get the exercise. And when things are stressful, it's like it's like going to a therapy session to Go get out ride. on a on a ride for a hundred So there's
0: an article and I just saw this um two weeks ago, a week ago, two weeks ago, the two hours in the wilderness A week is um well it's good for you it was equivalent it was equivalent to something (laughs) it it lasts like a week right like if you're out there for two two hours in the woods hiking walking uh hiking trail running mountain biking uh skiing probably yeah then it can help elevate your mood for up to a week yeah And I think the name of the article was like, is this the new blah, blah, blah. What is it? Um, What's the other thing they tell you to do to have a good mental attitude?
1: Like uh, meditation Meditation. or something?
0: Yeah. It's like a prescription almost. Like, well, which is interesting because those those communities that are – uh, landlocked, you know, big cities and stuff that it's hard to, one of the trends in, and it's something that's being incorporated across the street here in this new arts plaza in, and there's a word for it that I can't remember, but it's, it's basically bringing nature into down or urban areas because it is such a healing, mentally yeah. healing thing. So the more like in the middle of New York is the giant park, right? Like central that, park. It's there for a reason because yeah. you can go there and feel like you're in, in nature. And so I, I, it, I thought. I thought. Ooh, it, your days really tend to easily go by. You can go two weeks. I can easily go two weeks. I'm like, I haven't been outside. Like, I haven't done anything. And then, it, then I start thinking about it. But I'd like to do it. You know, at least at least two, three, four times a week because then I think that my mental state would be better. But two hours a week would be the minimum.
2: I remember when I just last spring winter spring when I was laid up with my surgery I was not spending hardly any time outside and it definitely takes like a toll especially if you're used to going outside a lot I remember the day I got that sling off well it wasn't the day but I got it off injury takes a toll too yeah the day that I was told like yeah you can go for a run it's like I never felt more free in my life and I spent every hour I could outside soaking it all up and your mental state is just so much better when you have I'm to breathe fresh air and just. I'm. We were like, month ago when I had COVID, stuck up as in a hotel for th- four days of it. Just be able to take a walk around the block and like breathe fresh air. It's like, oh, it's hey, nice. hey, you left. You went and got a motel, hotel, oh, t- holiday, holiday Inn. In. It was actually a Quality Inn Suites or Comfort Inn.
1: Comfort Inn Suites. You know, <laughs> you know?
2: <laughs> to protect the mom, pa, home. Yep. Yeah. yeah, protect the fam.
1: Yeah, cool. don't uh, want anyone dying. So exactly. would.
0: Back to the subject at hand, a sled gets you out more. Into would you adventure more or less?
2: That's like a. Uh, that's one of the reasons I haven't pulled the trigger because I saw I found a couple good deals this week. I'm like I could go buy this today, but if I'm paying like three to four thousand dollars, how many times am I going to use that in a year? Am I going to use it four times? Because if so, I'm paying like a lot of money to use something four times a year. Or am I going to go like I pay for a ski pass, thousand bucks and I'll go 50, 60 times, and it's, like, no-brainer. that pays for itself. So it's one of the things I've been, like, how much do I want to spend to go out and use this sled? Um, I don't know. I, I grew up with the mentality that we will never buy a boat because you just pay so much money to use that boat each time you go and use it, and that's kind of the mentality I have is I'm only going to be able to use it for three months out of the year. Is that something I want to invest in? I think it sounds sweet, but, like, the the... Money, part of my brain is like, is this is where we want to put money. Like, are yep. You, really gonna you need
0: a friend who has two sleds that you can just borrow. go borrow yeah, and see how or, I like it. Yeah. Um, the boat idea is interesting because I think I've told you guys before, I'm pretty much, I'm going to buy a yacht. It's just a matter of when I get my $2 million. <laughs> but I want to live on Like, I basically want it for retirement. Like, I'm going to spend that money because that's my retirement home. Mm-hmm. like that's we i we spent uh, i don't remember if it was 3000 or 3500 on an RV about 4 years ago. I think we've used it twice. Exactly. <laughs> Three times maybe. So, That'd I mean be- it's not a lot of money, but the RVs had some issues. It's a 1980, it's not a 2010, you know, it's got issues. Um the good news about that is when you Pay for it, and it's paid for. And then it's like, okay, well, then the only money I'm spending is like the money I put into it to fix it, and then then you can just use it whenever. Mm-hmm. So if you do just drop four grand now, then the money's gone. Yeah. So yeah. then you just have to like, then it's that shouldn't be part of the equation. Out of want. sight, out of
2: mind. Yeah. yeah, it's done. Yeah. No, I. I've I've thought of all these different ways I can <laughs> I can do it. So I mean, we are yeah. not healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I I would really like to do it. Um, but I feel like it is like a big thing to jump into and I haven't done it much before. It's, it's enough money to buy four or more season passes for the, you know, it's like Or
0: do this, buy Bitcoin with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that's just boring. Doge, Dogecoin
2: or whatever the hell. Dogecoin. It's not.
0: Yeah, it's it's Dogecoin.
2: Um, well, I've lost a lot of money in stocks the last three days, so that doesn't help. (laughs)
1: In, in okay. crypto, all right, but, no, yeah. just in, oh, in stocks. stocks in general. Well, yeah. crypto went through the roof and then it's it started Starting. dropping because I think uh, it didn't Yellen. like Elon no, well, Elon Musk invested like a billion dollars in Bitcoin or something like that, and so it just like spiked all the prices. Now they're dropping back down.
0: Uh, okay, he did spend. Well, they bought it. Tesla bought it. It wasn't even Musk, right? right. Tesla bought it. But then Yellen, who, what's her job? Uh, she runs the Fed right, destroying Her the stuff. world, yeah, well, I kind of hope not, but she said that Bitcoin oh. is not a viable source for easy trading as far as cash and stuff, and it'll never in other words the- the question is, could Bitcoin become like the dollar, the new dollar and she said no, and so then they're like, okay, well, so now it's now the last few days it's dipping, it's selling off a little bit. I just think it's a mini drop I, I think it's gonna yeah. go through the roof eventually,
1: yeah
0: it probably will yeah Anywho, skis good luck with your your um we have we have no advice for you on your sled. <laughs> yeah. That's, well i'm yeah. i'm excited
2: to possibly join this although if you get it i'd love to go sometime yeah i i would i really want to get one um we'll just have to see what happens in the next couple weeks i don't know maybe i'll have a sled next time we meet maybe i won't and a trailer and a trailer uh, i don't know like the sled is fun. It's kind of like when you buy a bike, and you have to buy a bike rack. You're so stuck on this bike, and you're like, I have to buy a freaking bike rack to get this anywhere. I don't you know. buy the sled, and you're so stoked, and you're like, Oh wait, I had to dash out another thousand dollars for a stupid trailer. So not the exciting part, but whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: That is that why they buy the covered ones because you can use the covered ones for all kinds of things. Yeah, and yeah,
1: probably in part. Yeah. Yeah. So when we got this new mountain bike for my wife. I was really excited about the mountain bike. And then I started like, okay, what pedals do you want? What, well, we need to get you a new, uh, better helmet, some gloves and all this other stuff. And my wife's like, oh my gosh, no, uh, <laughs> she started regretting it because of all of the other stuff we had mm-hmm. to buy for it. And, and, uh, her road, her biking helmet, the one, the one that she has, it's five or six years old now. So it needs to be replaced anyway. And it's a road biking helmet. So it's, it's not a mountain bike helmet that covers the back of the head and, and usually they have like a visor and some other things. And, um, so I'm looking at these mountain bike helmets and she's saying, no, I'll just use my road biking helmet. Like, well, uh, you can, but we need a new road biking helmet anyway. Yeah. If you want to look
0: funny at the road (laughs) bike helmet on it. Yeah.
1: But I mean, when all is said and done, like, I don't really care that much how I look obviously. And, uh, I don't, and she doesn't really care how much she looks, but i I want her to be comfortable. I want her to have a really good experience because I want her to love mountain biking because I do. And I want her to do it with me more. Mm -hmm. I introduced her to road biking and she became like my top biking partner. I I want her to
0: do it with you more too. Yeah. I think it sounds fun.
1: And, uh, but yeah, it's it's just expensive because... You know, we bought the mount- chase is tired
0: of going with you.
1: Mountain, the mountain bike, and now we've <laughs> okay. spent hundreds of dollars in the accessories just to ride the mountain bike, and so we haven't even ridden At, the mountain bike yet. Yeah,
0: as with any sport. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But you know, if you have the money, it's fun to buy the accessories. When money's tight, it's just stressful. Yeah. So. Cool.
0: Anyway, All right. Good luck, Chase. Yeah. Thank you. Good
1: luck when you get it. uh, And you need to haul someone to the top of the mountain to go skiing, let me know. Yeah, I'll come grab you. Yep. (laughs) All righty. Thanks for joining us for the podcast today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and also share with your friends. Um, And check out Gear30.com. That's G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. That's the shop that we all uh, are a part of. And um, we sell just the latest and greatest in outdoor gear for backcountry skiing to backpacking to camping to... Rock climbing, trail running, just about everything except for motorized, ma- motorized, and mountain, mountain biking. Um, but we do sell the apparel that you might want to use for your snowmobile. We
0: recently placed first and best <laughs> hunting and fishing store in Ogden, <laughs> and we don't sell hunting and fishing gear, so that's awesome.
2: <laughs> so just imagine where we place.
0: few <laughs> <laughs> carry
1: right, yeah. Cool. We'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we did. We did place a first in the what what year was it 2018 small business of the year 2019 i forget which yeah, year it was yeah, something yeah, like that for 18
0: or 19 for more right, yeah. than so.
1: yeah. yeah we're not not a and not we here, and right? we have what is it like 4.9 9 out of 5 stars google rating or something yeah and
0: by the way someone gave us a bad review the other day and then can i rant for sure, a minute yeah. Yeah. yeah so someone gave us a bad review okay fine
1: we love you anyway we but, love you so. anyway
0: but the next day, it might have even been that night, another local place posted on Facebook that they got a bad review. And their bad review was because their, um, <laughs> their, their drive-through only right now because of COVID and you can't go in. And so they left them like a one-star review because somebody went there and was like, oh, I'm not going through the drive-through. One-star review, right? Uh. And so their point was... Which this is true, and I—I mean, I don't think as many people understand this. Like, you know, you're actually messing with people's lives when you give a stupid one-star review. Right. Like, that affects our business. Like, that can affect our business. That could affect legitimately hold back a sale in the future. Right. And like. It all because you're pissed at something stupid. So our situation was um it was uh, it was a, p- a product that we sold that does have a guarantee kind of like a lifetime guarantee and it failed within a 2 within 3 weeks or two something weeks, yeah. 2 weeks you know and we wouldn't return it because we can't return stuff that's used because that we can't resell it but it has a guarantee like the comp- the manufacturer guarantees it. They just have to send it back to the manufacturer and they'll get a brand new one. And they gave us a 2-star review because we wouldn't return it. And it's like, oh, man, that's it's again, you're you're messing with people's potentially yeah. like futures here. So it is that a shop thing. Is that us? We would love to to return it. But if we were we're just small enough that we can't t- take those well, the, and eat it every time. And you that's know? the
1: thing is that it used to be back in the day when we first opened Gear 30, we would take those and then try to work with the companies to get a replacement companies don't do that anymore. They want to work directly they go direct with, the, with whoever bought. Yeah,
2: every, almost every time I submit a warranty claim or talk to a rep, they're like, please have the customer work with us. And uh, for instance, we did an MSR tent pull replace, replacement the other day. And the warranty guy I worked with is like, hey, I appreciate what you're doing, but please have the customer go through this next time. It makes the process easier, this and that. And i completely agree it's not
1: and it's not that we don't want to help it's that we're not supposed to the the companies say please send them straight to us don't don't do it for us don't be the middleman it ends up oftentimes it puts us in a bad place if something happens because if like hey we'll take care of it and then for some reason we can't and we've got no way of well, then, sometimes that makes well, things
0: work. Usually, the company can work it out better than we can, right. which is why they want you to go direct through them. Right. So,
1: so that's hard. It's yeah. and I understand from the customer's perspective, like, well, I want to just like I bought it from here. I want you to take care of this since this product failed. It's like, well, we would love to, but we're actually supposed to send you straight to the company for this, and, and which is the
0: reason we carry most of the brands we carry because they offer these guarantees that they'll take they will take care of you yeah. and it's not it's not passing the buck as much as it's like we're it's, taking care of you we better don't, of yeah going we, through the process you just got to go through them direct
1: yeah and you know what almost every company that we carry that i've worked with for warranties they're awesome mm-hmm. to work with on warranties like they're they're fast they're efficient i mean they're great and so it's not that we don't want to help it's that there's a better way of doing it that we're that we are told to do it. Some of these companies if we if we try to take it on ourselves, they don't I mean, pretty much I think almost every company we work with there, they try to help us out and stuff, but there are some companies out there that if you as a as a retail store try to take it on, they just won't even honor it. Mm-hmm. And so um I mean- anyway
2: this dude's situation kind of sucks because it had only been two or three weeks. Like it was a, it shouldn't The, the shouldn't product's, be that bad. The products yeah. new. Yeah. And it was, it was a, a boot with a bow and the bow was what broke. So it doesn't even have anything to do with the actual boot company. It's the other parts that they are using in the boot and bow is a lifetime guarantee. So they will repair or replace it. Um, but yeah, it's just unfortunate. Like it happened so quick, but it'd be the same story. If it happened two years after you bought it, you know? Um, sucks and i feel bad and i want to help them but you know it's like we've got to run a viable business as well so
1: yeah and it's, i just
0: it's, i just it just really bugs me with those bad reviews because you're mad in the moment yeah just take a break i not i won't i'll only leave a bad review if somebody was like really 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 bad jerk,
1: yeah so i'll tell you here's one experience um don't mean to make this episode drag on too long but here's one experience back when i was managing the store. There was a customer that came in with a broken DenaFit. Uh, what was it? Something with Dina, that had to do with DenaFit. They needed. What was it? So, something broke. They needed a new replacement, something. It was right during Christmas that they brought it in, and DenaFit in their office in Colorado had been closed. And then something came up, and they were. I had reached out to him, whatever. Then there's the outdoor retailer show, and there's a bunch of things going on. And people were out of their offices, and they were slow to reply on the warranty stuff. And it, it just took me a while. And because everything, all of this lined up, and I couldn't get the warranty taken care of, it got set to the side, and I forgot about it for a few weeks. The customer came in and was asking about it. And I had dropped the ball because I tried for like three straight weeks to get it taken care of and then for a couple of weeks I I, I dropped the ball and forgot about it. I felt so bad, the customer was ticked, sent me a nasty email. I I had sent him an email apologizing and I said I'm really sorry. He's like, Don't worry about it. I took it to REI, they got it taken care of. I was like, oh, dang it. Like I'm sorry. Like that was my bad. That was that was nobody else at the store. That was my bad. I got busy. For whatever reason, I dropped the ball and that was my bad. I should have taken care of that before. But in the background, like I tried to take care of it for many weeks and because of lots of different situations, it wasn't working out. Anyway, so I I sent him a, a letter back and I apologized again. And it it ate at me for months and I, like six months later, I sent him an email again. I said, dude, I'm, I'm sorry about this whole situation. I apologize. I don't, whether you ever shop with us again or not, it, whatever, it's fine. But just want you to know that that's not how we do business and that's not how I do business. And I dropped the ball and I'm really sorry about that. And I'd love to try to earn, earn your trust again. And if not, no big deal, but I felt really bad and it <clears throat> really bothered me. Um, and that's how I think we all feel to some extent. Like, if something doesn't work out right for our customers, it bothers us and it eats at us. And we try to make it right. And we do, we try to, you know, do whatever we need to do to make things good for our customers. And I think that's why our ratings we've got, I don't know, six, 700 reviews on Google that are 4.9 out of five stars because we really try to go to the next level to make sure things are taken care of. But sometimes, sometimes things just don't work out quite the way we'd like them to. And we get a bad review and it sucks. But anyway, just for those that are listening, we do, we do our best to, to take care of you. So
2: we love
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, we, no, we, we really do. We, we, we try hard. <laughs>
1: So, uh, all right. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you out there.
2: woo